Our leader will now share for 20 to 25 minutes describing what it was like, what happened, and what it is like now. Our leader for tonight is Maury. Maury. <laughs> yeah. My name is Maury. I'm a recovering compulsive overeater and so happy to be here tonight and just grateful. I, uh, you know, I'm telling people I was going to be speaking at this meeting and, uh, you know, before I came into OA, I don't think I would consider this a great way to spend New Year's Eve. Uh, and it's just, it's a privilege, such a privilege to be able to end my old year, a milestone, uh, abstinent, in a new year, abstinent, and to be able to share some of my journey with you. Uh, and I'll try to do that tonight, and I hope you, you'll hear something that will be of value to you. I absolutely know it will be of value to me, because I have learned over the years that service uh, is how we keep this program. We keep it by trying to give it away. So, um, a bit of my story. Uh, I've been... Uh, in and around Overeaters Anonymous for 40 years. Actually, 40, uh, 40 and a half, it'll be 41 years uh, this uh, next year uh, in August. Uh, and uh, I came into OA, well, let's just say I really didn't need OA. I, I knew how to diet successfully. I just lost over 100 pounds. Uh, by a rigid diet. I actually was in a support group, but I wouldn't have called it. wasn't a support group for weight. It certainly wasn't anything like Overeaters Anonymous. Uh, and uh, it was through willpower, which I have a great deal of. Uh, and uh, so I, and I came into OA um, because I, I am a, a physician and I was hired, uh, I hadn't even been looking for a job particularly, I wasn't particularly liking what I was doing, but I ended up working in an alcohol recovery unit down on the peninsula, we lived down there. And uh, I loved what I was hearing. I knew nothing about alcoholism or nothing about compulsive overeating, nothing about addictions. <laughs> so I guess that's how well God works, sometimes we back into that thing. And I, I loved what I was hearing. I certainly did not want to be an alcoholic. And I certainly really didn't need any help with my food because after all, I'd already uh, lost the weight, was a normal weight. But nevertheless, uh, being a pretty good student and having a pretty good memory, uh, I could uh, read the big book and I could absorb it and I could quote it. Uh, and I still uh, really rely a lot on the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We didn't have our own, much of our own literature when I came into OA, so we used the big book, and uh, I guess some of you still do probably cross out alcohol and put in food and alcoholism and compulsive overeating. It worked very well. At any rate, I was there and I really didn't need this, but one of the counselors there who was in, she was in AA, she was in Al-Anon, she was the head of the family program, she was in Narcotics Anonymous, she'd been Debtors Anonymous, uh, and uh, she was in Sex and Love Addicts and all that. Uh, she, she was sick. Uh, uh, and she said, uh, you know, I'm having some struggle with food. I think I, I'm, I'm going back to OA. You want to come with me? Because she knew some of my eating story. I was very good about bragging about it. Uh, so I started going to OA to kind of uh, 
I'd share my experience. It wasn't my strength and hope. I was just going to tell you how to do it. I, uh, a lot of my journey has been losing some of the fat between my ears. Uh, I had a lot of fat between my ears, and I still have a fair amount to lose, and it can, it can accumulate whether uh, uh, I'm abstinent physically or not. It can accumulate in a big hurry. I get to get pretty self-satisfied and self-righteous know-it-all. But anyhow, I started going to meetings and uh, uh, and uh, was listening and I could hear what you said and it kind of went along with what I was reading in the big book. Uh, but I couldn't get this thing called abstinence. I knew you were supposed to get a sponsor, so I'm a good little boy. I trained to be a good little boy and to do things, look good on the outside. Uh, and... Uh, so I, I got a sponsor and said, I'll call you. Next week, I'll call you. <laughs> Next week, I'll call you. I went to one meeting a week. You know, it's better than no meeting a week. Um, but uh, I never called. And she never called me. So that was a pretty good arrangement. Uh, <laughs> worked very well for somebody who wasn't ready to work the program. Uh, anyway, a little of my story before I get on to that, how I got that 100 pounds to begin with. Uh, I uh, was a normal weight when I was growing up and grew up in a very loving, very supportive family, a very, very religious uh, uh, family. Uh, and I was a good little boy, as I said, and always tried to be a good little boy. Uh, and I always loved sweets. Uh, but I didn't particularly have a problem with my weight. Began to struggle during my teen years, dealing with sexuality and uh, dealing with uh, relationships. I was scared to death of intimate relationships. Um, didn't feel comfortable in my own skin. I, I learned to rely on my intellect. And I was I was smart. I was very bright. So I could be better than all of you because I was smarter than all of you. I didn't have to relate to all of you. Uh, and it left me very isolated and alone, but I didn't really do it because, after all, I was better than you and smarter than you. Uh, and it was schoolwork was very easy for me, so it was very easy for me to do what it took to get a professional degree and all that. Um, but uh, my weight would be one of those things. This is a progressive disease we learn here, and I think maybe I always had symptoms of the disease. I uh, actually I relate to, and I don't think we have a good term for it in the rest of the addictions. Alcohol has a good, they call it alcoholism. Uh, that drinking is only a symptom of a deeper underlying disorder. Our eating is only a symptom. It's, it's not what we're eating, it's what's eating us. But we don't have anything to call it, like they call it alcoholism, restless, irritable discontent. So I've recovered from a seemingly hopeless condition uh, uh, with my body, but that, that alcoholism, that ism, that's what I have to recover from ongoing. I am not recovered, I am recovering from the disease uh, of compulsive eating, the dis-ease of compulsive eating. Of course, they didn't know any of that then. Uh, I, uh, uh, but what had happened with my eating, this is a progressive disease, and in my 20s, I began to have to diet more. I would gain 10 pounds, I would diet, easy enough. I gained 20 pounds, diet, easy enough. Uh, in medical school, I gained 40 pounds. And I went on a one meal a day, uh, uh, small plate one uh, day, and lost 40 pounds in about uh, six weeks. And 
Nothing to it all. It takes this willpower. Because I never got that uh, what I called normal eating was not normal eating. See, I always dieted and then I went back to normal eating, but it wasn't normal eating. It was abnormal eating. It was eating as much as I wanted and what I could get by with and especially things that were sweet. So it's just uh, the weight would go back on. Uh, and uh, then uh, I got married in my late 20s and then I was dealing with relationships and I didn't know how to deal with relationships. Uh, and I don't know that any of this thing is the cause, the only real cause is because I'm a compulsive overeater. I started having bigger and bigger swings. Well, also, I uh, had given up cigarettes. I uh, started smoking in medical school. It's, uh, medical education's wonderful. Uh, <laughs> I really wanted to stop smoking for 10 years, and I finally stopped. It actually wasn't that hard, because I had food. You know, and so that worked pretty well. Uh, and I also was smoking marijuana daily at that time, and of course we know what that does with the munchies. Uh, but uh, somehow I was, uh, uh, so, uh, well, again, food was my primary addiction, let's face it. And I started gaining weight. I think for the last 10 years before I came into Overeat Anonymous in, the, uh, uh, in 1979, I don't think I was ever the same weight two days in a row. I was either on a diet and losing weight, or I was eating or binging and gaining weight, and sometimes prodigious things. I went through cycles of uh, uh, eating and vomiting. I remember one day eating a, uh, huge quantities of food and vomiting five times in one day. Huge quantities of vomiting, huge quantities of vomiting. Of course, I always did that in secret. I have never let anybody know how sick I was. This was shameful. It was my secret. I knew it was not. I, I knew it was crazy, but I didn't know anything to do about it. All I knew it would take more willpower. It took a better diet, that's all. Anyhow, it was absolutely bizarre. And, you know, I lost that pounds. And I, and anyhow, I came, I came into OA with all that garbage and was listening to what you guys had to say and not getting it very well, not getting it at all, really. Um, about six months after I came into OA, I was uh, uh, finished work, been one of those restless, irritable, discontent days, and I needed a fix. And my food was, uh, uh, anything, overeating was fine, but sugar was my primary thing at that point. I needed to get a fix, a sugary fix, a chocolate fix, actually. And I got in the car, and the choice was, was I going to go home, or was I going to go where I knew I could get my fix? And I had struggled enough during that six months in OA trying to get abstinent, and then diet. I'd gone off that 100-pound thing, and I was beginning to gain weight again, and I couldn't get it under control again. I lost my ability to diet when I came into OA. That's not, not a good thing. Uh, at least I didn't think it was. Um, so anyhow... Uh, I was going to, and I had a moment of clarity, and I knew that if I did that, I was going to eat and eat and eat that night, and going to feel absolutely awful, uh, because that was what was happening. Uh, so uh, the reasonable choice for a logical likelihood is don't do it, and that's when I truly had me it was going to be just as bad if I didn't. It was going to be just as painful if I didn't eat. Uh, 
And that's when I truly surrendered for the first time in Overeaters Anonymous. I said, God, which I had a very poor conception of, please help me. And I cried, sitting in my car, crying. And I don't know exactly what happened, except I know I didn't eat that night, and the next day I was willing to get a sponsor, call a sponsor. I was willing to start working the steps. I was willing to take this seriously. And most importantly, I was willing to take, put down the fork and pick up the steps, and I became abstinent. It was a very self-righteous, intellectual type of honesty, very rigid, uh, uh, very rigid, clearly defined uh, food plan. Uh, it worked very, very well. Uh, and, it, and I was just Mr. O.A. Star. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and my weight was fine, and I could tell you how to do it, etc. And I sponsored. Um, matter of fact, I'll say one thing that happened during that time, about the time I got absent, and probably helped me get absent, though I didn't know it at the time. This person that had taken me to my first meeting, uh, she said, I think we ought to start a meeting. And I wasn't absent, she wasn't absent either, but we started a meeting. That was about the time I got absent, too, so I probably had something to do with it. So I put that together. Uh, any rate, uh, some three years of just being uh, Mr. Wonderful OA, I was very cocky, the job changed, I was no longer working there. Uh, my sponsor moved away, so I didn't get a new sponsor. Uh, I was too busy with the rest of my life to go to meetings, uh, and after all, I had this under control. And I went to a, a medical school reunion and had a dessert. That was in Indianapolis. My folks lived 100 miles to the south. I was living on the west coast. And on my drive from there to go see my parents, I stopped at five grocery stores and benched and benched and benched. That's the way I do things. That's the way Maury does things. Uh, and I, I, I had a very hard time getting abstinence. I didn't get an abstinence that I'd been able to maintain again. Uh, for more than short periods of time until 1997. And I had regained uh, most of that weight. I'm maintaining about 130 pound weight loss today by the grace of God, and I've been maintaining that now for quite a number of years, uh, since 1997. Uh, and, uh, well, it's been, it's been one, it's, <laughs> It's been wonderful. That, that was a new surrender. It was a surrender totally different than the first one. I, uh, somehow you can never do the same thing over again. It never works to do quite the same thing. At least it doesn't for me. But this one came when I had, to say, regained all, uh, pretty much all the weight. Uh, I get, well, yeah, maybe not quite all the weight. But I was absolutely miserable. Uh, I, uh, uh, my ch I was having chest pains. My blood pressure was high. Uh, and... All of a sudden, it came to me, if you don't knock this shit off, you're going to die. That was my second bottom. That was the bottom in 1997, if you don't knock this shit off. And I said, God help me. God help me, God help me, God help me. And I used a lot of God help me for a good while. And I still try to use a God help me every single morning and when I get in trouble throughout the day and uh, before I go out to eat, etc., etc. And I don't think I've missed a day since 1997 of saying, uh, God help me, uh, I can't, and saying uh, some of our prayers that are programmed prayers, and it works very well. Well, needless to say, the, the, the weight came off again. But this time, 
I also lost a lot, a lot of that fat between the head, and I've been on the diet with the fat between my head ever since. Uh, and because uh, uh, I'm nuts when it comes to food, I'm nuts with trying to manage my own life. Uh, I have to uh, listen to you guys and to go to meetings. Since then, I've uh, been in several other, and actually, I've been in other programs along the way. I did what that person that I originally talked about was in all these programs. I've been to SLAA. Uh, I've been to Al-Anon. I go to a regular. Go to Al-Anon regularly. I go to. Uh, Overeaters Anonymous regularly, and I qualify for others. I heard a speaker say the other day, it says, if you've been in this program for a while and you don't realize you're eligible for at least four others, you're not going to be very hard. <laughs> and I'm eligible for a lot more than four. I just don't have the time to do them all. I, I'm just an addict. I'm just an addict, plain and simple. Uh, anything that takes away uh, feelings, I don't know how to manage feelings. I never did know how to manage feelings. Uh, <clears throat> What I've learned to do that feelings uh, are, are uh, uh, no feeling is permanent. I had a friend in the program that says no feeling is permanent. If they don't pay any attention to them, they go away. Although it's usually best to notice them and to know what's going on because I, if otherwise I can eat to not feel or I can eat to try to change feelings. I can drink to not feel. I can drink to change feelings. Uh, illicit sex, you name it. I can do it so I don't have to feel or to change feelings. <clears throat> but Overeaters Anonymous has taught me that uh, they say no feeling is final. And if I'm willing to talk with somebody about it, if I'm willing to write about it, if I'm willing to share about it at a meeting, if I'm uh, willing to uh, pray about it, this too shall pass. This too shall pass. Uh, and... Uh, Gee, there's just a, I can't say how much the program has, has been to me because it, it's just, a, it's not only saved my life physically, but it's given me a way to deal with life. It's given me a spiritual way of living, what you're talking about. Now I have a hard time knowing exactly what spiritual means, uh, but the big book, I think, uh, uh, talks about it all the time, and almost every page in the big book is a spiritual way of living, and uh, I... Uh, I guess the best I can tell that is spiritual is has something to do with being connected. Feeling, being connected with a part of me that's often still hidden, that if I'm willing to look, I find something deeper in myself. And, and if I look deep enough, I even find that still small voice that says, you're okay, I love you. Uh, that's sometimes very hard for me to find. It's there that also... Uh, is my connection with other people that I've learned that if I'm willing I can see the good in you rather than judge and criticize you and tell you how you ought to be and how I know better than you uh, so it's a better connection with other people and a better connection with the world about a better connection I'm a part of uh, I was sitting in church the other day and these meetings are really my primary spiritual avenue but I do go to church and get a lot out of it and it was on uh, something about uh, letting go and letting go of control. And I, I jotted down something. I said that the world sees happiness as getting what you want uh, and avoiding what you don't want. Um, joy is that feeling of just being at peace with yourself and with the world. And I have a lot of joy today. Not there all the time, but this program shows me how to get there. 
and it shows me that if I'm not willing to get there, I'm just not willing to get there, but there is a way to get there. Uh, and I think the Buddha said 2,500 years ago that uh, what the world calls happiness, I call suffering. What the world calls suffering, I call happiness. You know, from the outside, what it looks like is I'm on a diet, and that's suffering. Um, but what it looks like from the inside, from being abstinent, is joy, it's happiness, it's freedom. It's absolute freedom. And you, all of you that are experiencing absence know that. And if you've ever experienced absence, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not there right now, you still know it's available. And if you'll keep coming back, it'll happen for you. Uh, what should I say in closing? Uh, I'm just incredibly, incredibly grateful. Because I would have been dead. Uh, and... and if it didn't have this program, I would be walking dead, I would be spiritually dead, and I'm not spiritually dead today. Uh, anyhow, thanks for letting me show. Appreciate it. Thanks.